sharp stabbing pain grabbed my chest. I fumbled for a nitroglycerin pill and clumsily placed it under my tongue. My chest spasmed. I squirmed in the bed. I was in agony. It was the worst pain I'd ever experienced. I was in a hospital in Beijing. It was the 16th day. They thought it was my heart, but they really weren't sure. The doctors didn't know what to do, but they didn't want to lose face, and so they refused to admit that. I was stuck. I'd been teaching in China for two and a half years and sharing my faith in Jesus. Every year I was given round-trip airfare and a small monthly stipend by the Chinese university that hired me. But a friend's mother had a ruptured brain aneurysm, and she had to make an emergency trip back to see her mother while her mother still lived. She didn't have airfare. I gave her mine. I prayed. Of course I prayed. But not in fear. This was so amazing. I had such peace in the hospital. I really thought that I might die. I thought I was facing death. But I had spent so much time with Jesus in those two and a half years. China can be a very lonely place. And I went there to find Jesus, and I did. I I wanted a, a real relationship with him, and I had found that. So I reached a point where I just genuinely was not afraid to die. And it amazed me. It amazes me still. I wanted to live. But going to see Jesus would have been awesome too. After 16 days, some friends did an intervention. I didn't want to leave. I loved my students and the Chinese friends I'd had in Beijing. But I was getting weaker and weaker and my pain was worse, not better. The doctors obviously had no answers. So finally, I reluctantly agreed. A friend bought me first class ticket to Hong Kong. First time I'd ever flown first class. Another friend wheeled me through the airport in Beijing and put me on the plane. Christian friends in Hong Kong met me and got me to a hospital, but I couldn't pay. The Christian cardiologist refused to take payment and had me out of that hospital in 24 hours. He did all the testing in his office. I had so many needle marks on my arms from the Beijing hospital that they sent a drug counselor to talk to me about drug addiction. (laughs) They thought I was a heroin addict. I explained I'd just been in a Chinese hospital for 16 days. It turned out I had a bleeding ulcer. It caused acid reflux, which was causing the painful spasms in my chest. I stayed with a family while in Hong Kong, former missionaries. They tenderly loved and cared for me until I was able to travel. I was very weak from my long hospital stay in Beijing. The wife of this couple told a Bible study of lawyers she led about my situation. They gave me thousands of dollars, enough for the airfare and money for my long recovery once I got back to the U.S. Every step of the way, God was there. He provided not only money, medical services, transportation, but love, hope, understanding, and support. What began as a disaster where I actually thought I was going to die turned into one of the most awesome experiences of my life. Just as God cared for every one of my needs, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual, He will care for you. As I look back on this over 30 years later, I'm still amazed at the peace and joy I experienced while in such excruciating pain. Psalm 16.5 in the New Living Translation says, You, Lord, are all I have, and you give me all I need. My future is in your hand. That was exactly where I was. The Lord was all I had. He gave me all I needed. My future was in his hand. Second Peter 1.3, the New Living Translation says, By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself, by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. John 15.9, Jesus said, 
I love each of you with the same love that the Father loves me. You must continually let my love nourish your heart. I know some of you who hear this are facing difficult, maybe impossible situations. I want to assure you that what God did for me, he longs to do for you. Declare this over yourself. Say it aloud. God, you are my provider. It doesn't matter if the economy is up or down. You are my provider. When science and medicine fail, you are my healer. When I face problems that are greater than me, you know the answers. When my heart is broken and no one understands, you do. You know me as no one else does, and your love fills my heart desire. You give me everything I need for life and to be like you. Because you love me, you have made me a son or a daughter. There are over 8,000 promises in the Bible. 2 Corinthians 1.20 in the voice translation says, In Jesus, we hear a resounding yes to all of God's many promises. Through Jesus, everything I need has already been provided. When I have a need, I will come to you, and I will pray in Jesus' name. And you, Father, will give me what I need. You are my provider. Thank you, Father, for being a great dad. You give me so much every day of my life. I will forever be grateful for my life filled with all the wonders you provide. Let's give thanks today for God's provision. Thank him for what he's done for you. This is day seven of the 10-day Grow a Grateful Heart countdown, counting the days till Thanksgiving. Three questions that you answer to complete this activation. What are you grateful to God for? Think of the people, the experiences, the talents, and abilities that God has given you. Think of all the love and joy and peace you've known. Think of all the beautiful things you've seen, sunrises, beaches, waterfalls, mountains, and cities. Think of the things you own or freely use. Choose one. Why is that important to you? And finally, how does that make you feel? All three questions are important to helping you grow more grateful. Learn more about the power of gratitude to greatly improve your life, your relationships, your health, and change the way you see people and situations. Watch the 10 Days to Grow a Grateful Heart video. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for listening, and thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2. Take care, and God bless.